The LGBTQIA plus minus division sign ampersand tilde push has reached levels unseen before. Wink, wink. Inside of a Richland 2 high school. We'll talk about that. President Biden has decided he's going to redistribute your wealth to be able to finance other people to pay for a mortgage. Brittany Griner says that it should be illegal to ban men from playing in sports against women. And Dylan Mulvaney says it should be illegal to misgender somebody. We'll talk about the legalities of it all today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. And welcome into the fastest growing conservative talk show, and it's the strongest one in the state of South Carolina. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you on a Monday morning. A lot of reaction churning in from our show on Friday regarding the Human Life Protection Act. But we're not going to discuss that today. We're going to discuss something different that's happening inside of the Palmetto State. And we've told you for months, maybe even years at this point, that the LGBTQIA plus minus ampersand division sign tilde push is on full display inside South Carolina schools. And every time we say something like that, I'm shouted at, shouted down. That's not happening here. That's not happening here. Well, turns out, just up the road, as we like to say in these here parts, at a school in the Richland 2 school district, Mitch, in which you have slightly a vested interest, something happened at the home of the Blythewood Bengals. That's right. Blythewood High School, uh, one of the high schools in Richland 2. One of like the 7,000 in Richland 2. Yeah, here in the Midlands. um, Had... No place for hate week. I like the sound of that. Um, They were engaging the culture on April the 24th through the 28th. I was told it's wrong to engage the culture. Well. I guess just from a Christian worldview, I suppose. Well, just in case you're wondering, um, it started off on Monday with uh, no place for hate kickoff hallway parade. Um, Fairly innocuous. Uh, We go through the week. We get to Thursday. Thursday is Everyone is Welcome Pride Day at Blythewood High School, which is led by the Blythewood High School Gay and Straight Alliance in the in their multi-purpose room. Um, music is provided by a DJ. There's a 360 photo booth. Um, presentation by the Harriet Hancock for LGBT Center. And there was a door decorating um, contest. Now... Some would be surprised to hear this. Others know it's been happening for some time. Others loom with a giant question mark and ask, what's the big deal? I mean, aren't you against hate? And the answer is obviously, and of course, yes. We are obviously against hate. However, this is very interesting because it introduces the concept of sexuality to minors, to children, those those in high school, and opens up the door for confusion, chaos, gay straight alliance. Uh, that and they have this in their school, um, and and this has been cause for concern with a lot of uh, teachers. Uh, I shouldn't say teachers for parents um, and taxpayers within Richland County um, who who notice this. Um, pastors in the area, or at least one pastor in the area, has spoken to it. He spoke to the principal of the school, um, and and there's a lot of concern surrounding this. I'll tell you, primarily, 
Um, the concern is from people like me who have been told for some time that this sort of thing just isn't happening in South Carolina, that we're creating, when we when we talk about transgenderism or bathroom uh, ideas or um, men and women's sports, that we're creating a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. We're gaslighting. Which, again, I say, if it's not happening, you won't mind me banning it. So, here we are um, on April the 27th of 2023, the... Everyone is welcome. Pride Day at Blythewood High School. Now, in this Pride Day, could I wear like a like a Christian shirt? I, I don't that know says that that, that said or, or there are only two genders, and I have pride in the fact there are only two genders. Would I be welcomed at this event? I I don't know. I cannot answer. I would that wager question. I would not. Well, and and one could speculate. It doesn't um, seem like the Harriet Hancock Center for LGBTQ issues would be very happy. Yeah, with me doing that, and 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 that's fine. Uh, that they have that they have that right in and of themselves, but not in a public school. There it is. Not in a place where minors are present. Yes, sir. As as uh, residents in Richland County, do do residents in Richland County when they pay their taxes to the county does that ta- does that tax money go toward the school district? Yes, and toward teachers who ultimately have to sponsor the gay straight. Alliance in the multi now, now, for any churches that are in the county, yes. your tax money that's paid to the county, does any of your tax money go to churches? Well, no. No, because no. the government doesn't give tax. Question. <laughs> does, <laughs> does your tax money uh, as a resident in Richland County go towards specific groups like the Harriet Hancock LGBTQ plus minus ampersand? I, I don't know. You would wager no. I don't know. You would wager no. See, the problem... Okay, we're in Richland County right now. Yes. I'm not going to give the specific area or street. <laughs> Safety issues. Would you say that, that if you were to pay tax money in Columbia, that yes. your tax money then goes to Palmetto Family? No, it does not. Does not. Why is that? Because we are a nonprofit and a and non-governmental organization. Non-government organization. We're an NGO. However, what we <laughs> what we did learn last summer uh-huh. during. A famously hot pride hot h <laughs> sorry <laughs> we might have to edit that H-A-W-T. part out no we're not we're uh, not down it's on true. main street yes when yes. we had the drag show the drag strip thing going on we did it we had drag race we had we had uh people running for office out there who ironically are directly tied to blythewood high school and you don't um, say what's happening there uh wouldn't wouldn't say who Specifically, that is uh, just do some research. Actually, go back and listen to that show from last summer. Yeah, You'll um, so the, so the point is, the point is, this is a a school that is funded partially with taxpayer money. Yes, well, a lot with taxpayer uh, well, money. Almost, actually, almost exclusively. Yes, um, promoting a an overtly sexual. Yeah campaign the premise outside of the biology classroom right the outside the biology classroom the premise no place for hate sounds really good on its face it's the same it's the same as hate crimes bills no one wants a, a hate crime and I, i've never met a love crime That's what I'm saying you know, i don't a know crime any, of passion it's um, still a crime but, because but you hate the other person but so yeah i don't have to have malice of forethought in my heart to commit a crime however 
Right. I think it is worth noting that once we get out into the weeds of this, there's a lot that's situated, couched inside of the anti-hate movement. And I would say that it's a non sequitur, big word for not a good place to start, corollary causation. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I would say that it's a non sequitur to articulate that those who speak the truth in regards to alternative lifestyles and anything other than God's creation of male and female in his image, that that is hate. In fact, I would say it's the greatest kind of love to know the truth and share the truth in grace and love to provide hope to those who need it. I'm in favor of gender-affirming care, and for my gender-affirming care, I go to Genesis chapter 1 and 2. So that's what's happening in local school districts. Yeah, here. Here, here in, in South the Carolina. Midlands. If you're watching in Greenville, I'm sure it's happening there. If you're watching the low country, I bet you it's happening there. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if something's happening. I'm not Charleston. a gambling man, but. Definitely we're not. We're against the Equine Advancement Act. Uh, <laughs> you can't put that out there on a tee for me like that. By the way, in a quick one more local story update, purely the facts, just the news, the South Carolina Democratic Party has a new chairperson. Yes. It is going to launch them to victory in the state so of they, South Carolina. They have a new chair and new vice, vice chair? chair. The the chair is a is an African American female. Yes. The vice chair is non binary. So okay. we've checked we've checked the boxes. Good job. Okay. Good job on All that right. one. And so and shockingly, the person who's the chair was um, the person who endorsed that person, Jim Clyburn. Well. He he is a decision maker here in South Carolina. Decision maker is one way to put it. To the national highlights from the weekend. Today's May 1st. It's going to be May. Yes, it's May Sorry. 1st. Congratulations. We are 30 days from, Memor well, give or take, from Memorial Day. Uh, we are inching ever closer to the summer. Lake days, beach days, yes. 90 degrees with 127,000% humidity. It's going to be great. Right, but, but maybe maybe it's May first, and you're looking to buy a house Ooh. for whatever reason. You've got a new job. You got a new a job, paying you a lot of money, or maybe you're looking to expand the family and you need more space. Yeah. Well, maybe you should hope that your credit score isn't that high. A person's credit score is one of the most important indicators of credit worthiness for lenders when determining whether a prospective borrower is able to ascertain a mortgage loan. A Biden administration rule, Mitch, is going into effect today, May 1st. Under this new rule from the Federal Housing Finance Agency, borrowers with lower credit ratings and less money for a down payment will qualify for better mortgage rates than they otherwise would have. So what we're doing is we're, let me see if I, how many of these can I use? We're robbing Peter to pay Paul. We are, basically, President Biden is situating himself as Robin Hood. It's socialism. It's, it's just, socialism. Let's just call, what, call it what it is. But here's the big thing, and here's the <laughs> Joe unintended. Biden, Joe Biden is Robin Hood? Who's, um, yeah. Who are the Lost Boys? Wait, no, that's, that's, that's Peter Pan. Oh, correct. It? Sorry. Wait. Yeah, we're taking a Peter Pan, not Robin Hood. My bad. <laughs> You're mixing your. I mix. I'm mixing my fairy people. tales. I'm mixing my fairy tales. We all live in a fairy tale world at this point. Just made. The, this is an in, This is an. This is a You're consequential move. Soon. But this is a consequential move for a certain minority group. 
Yes. According to this report from Fox News, which, by the way, I'm one of five people who have now accessed Fox News since Tucker Carlson was let go. <laughs> Rightfully burden, so, according to some. Come on, man. The burden of new rules may disproportionately fall on Asian American home buyers. According to a report by Investopedia, I'm not making that up, Investopedia, um, Asian Americans have an average credit score of 745. The only racial demographic in America, according to FICO standards, that would classify as very good. It's 11 points higher than the average of white Americans, 734, and significantly higher than Asia, uh, Hispanics at 701 and uh, black Americans at 677, respectfully. So, what we will see here is if you're taking uh, the money or you're tacking on fees to those home buyers to give more money to the other home buyers, you're going to significantly disparage one group. What this does, though, this is in the name of equity, which gives us all a base starting point. So if we have to bring you down a couple pegs, we're going to do it. Those with higher scores could effectively be punished for their credit worthiness under this new rule, again, taking effect today. Experts estimating that the borrowers with a score above 680 could expect to pay an extra $40 per month on the $400,000 mortgage. Is that all? That's worth the price of helping. Remember, remember, man, no one making more, no one making less than $400,000 a year. It's tax on the middle class. It's going to be taxed. If there is such a thing as the middle class. Well, we're building from the bottom out, bottom up and the middle out. Oh, okay. So President Biden, slowly but surely, is eking us closer and closer to socialism, which is always fantastic. On the heels of him announcing his presidential reelection campaign, Americans sounded off on his greatest accomplishments and failures. Mm-hmm. Barbara, uh, Fox News went around to different people. And, man or woman on the street. Yeah, man on the street stuff. type stuff. Barbara says, quote, his failure, I think just generally speaking, is for the country. He's failing our country. Colton, however, says, I like that he got the Build Back Better bill pushed through. Colton? What bill, what bill is that, Colton? Paging Colton? It's tough. It's tough right now to get anything pushed through with just how much division there is. Biden is the de facto runner, front runner to secure the nomination. Uh, Tuesday, uh, when he reannounced his campaign back on re-election campaign back on Tuesday, some Americans touted the president's successes, but others told Fox News they couldn't think of a single accomplishment. Suzanne, Suzanne said, <laughs> "Absolutely nothing." Nancy said, "She's not very positive toward Biden or Vice President Kamala Kamala Harris." I wish I could say something positive. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, but Kent said, "Biden's greatest." Biden's greatest accomplishment was passing the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which, according to the White House, will create 2 million jobs per year over the course of a decade and will, quote, rebuild our roads and bridges with a focus on climate change mitigation, resilience, equity, and safety for all users. That'll help the country, Kent said. Aki, a key, said she liked how the president has worked to protect abortion rights and eliminate some student loan debt. The student loan debt, even though it's in the Supreme Court right now, that really helps me and my daughter because we both have student loans. It doesn't help you at all. All it's doing is you're not having to pay it right now. It's kicking the can. Kicking the can down the road. President Biden's approval rating hit an all-time low this month at 37%, while 59% of U.S. adults uh, disapproved of the president. Um, People that Fox News spoke with pointed to the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, decades high inflation, and the border crisis. Peter said, closing down our energy production. That's what I think of as the biggest failure because that raised the cost of every single thing we do. (laughs) One woman, I'm assuming Suzanne, 
uh, later chimed in. The border, inflation, I can't name them all. There's just one thing after another. The Army veteran Kent said the Biden administration's greatest failure was when they brought the troops back from overseas. They handled that wrong. Yeah, 13 American service members were killed in that, so probably didn't handle that well. So glowing, glowing stuff from the public when it comes to the Biden administration. By the way, Chris Coons, senator from Delaware, says that Kamala Harris is ready day one should the situation call. And and, and to that I I say, God help us all. I thought we were – I thought she was – you know, I thought President Biden was doing a stellar job. and He is, but if needed, she's there. Speaking of, his approval numbers are up. According to Rasmussen. To 40%. 47. 47%. Wait, wait. What? He's, he's almost within the margin of error now. Uh, the RCP average has him still at 42.6, disapprove 53.6. Don't trust the polls. Which is a spread of 11 points. Don't trust the polls. But Rasmussen, in their most recent poll, uh, which was conducted uh, through the 24th through the 30th of April, which was finished yesterday, mm-hmm. obviously published today, um, Four percent or four point spread, almost within the margin of error, ladies and gents. Forty seven percent of people approve of his job, whereas fifty one percent of people disapprove of his job performance. Um, I, mm, wow, and that was fifteen hundred likely voters was the sample for that poll. Um, mm. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's this. Oh, I, 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 tie, I lie. The Economist and YouGov um, did a poll the twenty second through the twenty fifth, where they have the president's job approval rating at a forty nine, forty nine tie for those that approve and disapprove of his performance in office. Absurd. Speaking of things that the president touts, one of the president's biggest victories that he will take a victory lap on every time he speaks is the fact that he secured the release of Brittany Griner, mm-hmm. WNBA star from Russian prison because she was carrying some of the devil's lettuce in Russia. <laughs> so, in exchange... Sorry, don't mean to laugh at that. You, you, yeah. In exchange, we give up a Russian arms dealer whose nickname is the Merchant of Death. You know, Brittany Griner now being back in America wants you to know that Americans are doing things poorly. She was asked about the push to restrict female sports to just women, which apparently in the last two seconds has become a very controversial topic. Mm. And Griner responded, I mean, that ranks high on the list of things that I'll be fighting for and speaking up against. You know, everyone has, everyone deserves the right to play. Everyone deserves the right to come here, sit in these seats and feel safe and not feel like there's a threat or they can't be who they are or um, like it's just all eyes on them. Well, you play in the WNBA, so you don't really have to worry about that. So I think it's a crime, honestly, Griner kind. said, to separate someone for any reason. So I definitely will be speaking up against those that legislation and those laws that are trying to be passed for sure. So Brittany Griner believes that it should be illegal to prohibit men from playing in sports against women. Brittany Griner thinks it's illegal or it should be illegal for men to play sports against women, both in college and professionally. I... I if you're saying that and I'm hearing you correctly, I agree with Brittany. 
No, she thinks it's illegal that we're stopping uh, it. Sorry, oh, let me make sure oh, I get that I was right. Like, wow, she thinks it should be illegal that we're. Pretty. She thinks that it's illegal that we should be stopping men from playing. There we sports. go. Sorry. Now that makes Leading more sense. Leading off a key term. I, I disagree with Brittany. Um, <laughs> quickly, I think, quickly I think it's, disagree. You know, uh, there are some that would argue that you know women don't need protection, women don't need saving, and and I would agree that women are strong and fully capable. Uh, when it comes to young women in sports. Yep. Uh, biological females, biological so, males should not participate in their sports. So Riley Gaines, yes, swimmer who is taking a stellar athlete. She's taking a, a a leadership role on this issue. We have reached out to her to ask if she would like to join the show. We have not heard back. She responds to Brittany Griner, quote on Twitter, which NBA team would have at Brittany Griner since the overwhelming obvious differences between men and women should be simply overlooked? What NBA team are you going to play for? Heartbreaking to see athletically successful women taking this demeaning stance. And if we're going to talk about crimes, Brittany, dot, dot, dot. That's how the tweet ends. From Miss Riley Gaines. So, again, we are seeing a concerned, uh, a concerted push to have men playing in women's sports. We see that from the Biden administration. We see it in local state governments across the country. South Carolina, we made the move to not allow that to happen in sports in South Carolina. Speaking of things that some crazy people think should be illegal, Dylan Mulvaney. You know Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, the guy on the Bud Light can. 300, yeah, 365 Wait, he days. was on a Bud Light can. He's also the chief, uh, one of the primary sponsors of... Nike's women's apparel line. Yeah, um, EOS. EOS, 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 EOS Shea Butter. That, Shea that Butter. Lip balm junk. Uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the chapstick. Um... Yep. Yeah, the guy that thinks he's a little girl. Well, the guy who is a girl is what he would tell you. Well, he is a girl. He's, Girlhood. He, Girlhood is empowering. He has dysphoria, and that's that, that's a real clinical disorder. As we watched on The Good Doctor on ABC. Go look that up. Um, he has dysphoria. He's texting you right now. <laughs> no, the Braves are about to start playing. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, oh, play, let's play two. Um, um, yeah, yeah so, so Dylan Mulvaney has dysphoria. Gender dysphoria. Yeah. Probably a mix of other things, too. Transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney uh, actually um, had a little comment Mm -hmm. on his TikTok saying that misgendering someone, using the wrong pronouns for someone, should be illegal. But again, I don't know, but I just think that's bad journalism. That's his quote. I have, I have a serious question for uh, Mr. Mulvaney. Yeah, there you go. I want you to make sure you use the right pronoun. Um, and, and this is a serious question, and, and if, if you have an answer out there in, in the, 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 you know, the World Wide Web, I'd love to hear your answer. If misgendering someone should be a crime, thus proving that words are criminal mm-hmm. and you know you can't because uh, i'll run to the exception and then restate the rule you can't shout fire in a crowded building everyone knows Rats. that okay there's a difference um if words are criminal and speaking should be a crime when someone you know like totally like um you know like misgender someone you know like is silence also violence? Yes, according to Harvard. So I should also be charged if I don't say anything. 
Because then that's an act of violent atrocity toward those who... Is me not misgendering someone also misgendering someone? Yes. I'd love to hear your answer, Mr. Mulvaney. Text, I'm sorry, email me, Mitch at palmettofamily.org. When you see this, Mitch at palmettofamily.org. I cannot wait to hear your response. It um, It is a bit dis. It's a bit concerning because now we have this call for things to be illegal. And in Canada, there are actually thought hate crimes being put forward now um, that are passed in, in, in law in Canada. What Justin Castro is doing in Canada is awful. Um, but you have situations like this where you have prominent people who have been given a platform come out and say, if you, if you look at me, obviously a man, and call me a man, that should be illegal. Like, that is a... And again... You don't give me the slippery slope argument because I'll see your slippery slope and I'll raise you your slippery slope. There's a UN group that has pu- is now pushing for pedophilia to be considered okay, including and 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 I dare say there are certain states in the union of those fifty, the fifty stars on the flag. There are states in the 57. union. Careful, Obama. Um, that are pushing toward pedophilia. Yep, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what do they call it? Um, minor, minor attractive, attractive persons. Maps. Minor attractive persons. I call it revolting. I call it disgusting. That's true. And, uh, you know, I can't help who I love. Well, you yeah, stop now. you can. You stop now. Uh, stop that right now. Yeah. Goodness gracious. What, and what, uh, some people would wonder what world we're living in. You know, if we're going to wake Fantasy up from this world. dystopian reality, uh, you know, dystopian it's it's not. Yeah. I don't. Even, I don't even have words. You can't. Justin. There, there are no words to describe it. But you can't use the wrong ones, or else you'll be thrown in jail. And see, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. I was lectured last week that wanting pro life legislation is all about control. Whenever they accuse you of something, understand that's who they are. Many times, like, I'm just saying, and we're not talking Democrat and Republican here. No, I'm talking leftists. Yeah. And conservatives. That, like, that's the difference here. Progressives, progressives and, conservatives. and conservatives. That's the difference here. Progressives push progressive ideals, and they will shove them down your throat, and you'll like it. Or, if you don't like it, we'll punish you. We'll punish you. And if you we'll take away your livelihood. Yep. We'll take away your business. We'll take away your children. We'll take away your ability to think freely in society and to speak freely in society. So whenever they tell you that what you're doing is all about control, actually understand that what they're doing is trying to push control, because that's what they do. We're in the final two weeks of the legislative session Six days in South to Carolina. Go. Six days and counting. We're gonna what we're gonna do over these final two weeks is we're gonna look at what bills have been passed, what bills haven't been, where we sit with some of them, and we'll have a recap for you shortly after the session is over. But for now, if you want to keep up to date with specific legislation, you can do that. Palmettofamily.org or download the Palmetto Family Council app on the website or on the app. You can sign up to be a part of our emailing list where you can get updates on vital legislation that is coming uh, to either the House floor or the Senate floor or is in House committee or in Senate committee. And you can track those specifically. You can get in touch with your legislator, your representative, your senator. You can find ways to get connected there. You can also sign up for our push notifications to let you know what's going on in these final days as we begin the countdown to the great day of Sine Die when the hanky drops and people can go home and stop messing things up. And so we're looking forward to that day. And we're looking forward to keeping you updated on what's going on in the interim up until that day and after 
that day because the work here at Palmetto Family never stops. Midlands Gives, if you're listening to this on Monday, Midlands Gives is tomorrow. We have a matching uh, gift available. So from now until tomorrow at midnight going into Wednesday, your gift is doubled. You can double your impact here at Palmetto Family. You can do that by visiting Midlands Gives and searching Palmetto Family and donating there. If you're part of our email newsletter, you have that email in your inbox. So make sure to click that Double Your Impact Palmetto Family as we continue to work to make South Carolina a great place to live, work, and raise a family, a state where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is and cherished. you hit all the posts today. all the posts today. It's good. It's a good Monday. We're getting things fired up for the week. Thank you so much for watching and listening to our show. As always, we appreciate your support. We'll have a conversation with Attorney General Alan Wilson coming up next Monday. Excited for you to hear that as we talk all things judicial reform and maybe some of his favorite restaurant spots Ooh. in Walterboro and Collin County Ooh. because he did spend some time there recently for an extended period time you might have heard why. about it you might have seen a documentary or two about it we'll have a conversation with him next monday looking forward to you seeing that but if you want to get connected with the show here what you need to do is you need to give us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts or spotify wherever you get your podcast share the audio version with your friends share this on facebook with your friends and family let them know what's going on we set a record in the month of april for our biggest month of the show yet and we can't thank you enough for doing that, continue. It's awesome. We appreciate you and your support, and we love talking with you each and every week here on the show. So for Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. We will talk to you later on this week on the strongest and fastest-growing conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Show. <laughs>